It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with uh, Dennis and Brady. And an anomaly, Brady. I saw something in the first two days of this week that I haven't seen before. Yeah. And that's a baseball and a softball game where the home run was hit in the baseball game, not the softball game. <laughs> Yeah, that's only your third over-the-fence home run you've seen in uh, baseball, wasn't it? Yes, uh, it was uh, by uh, Brendan Cole, and it was a shot to left. Maybe the wind helped. It, it's hard to tell. So many of these places that that we go to, the wind swirls. Like, the flags tell me one thing, but the wind blowing in my face tells me something different. Well, you want to hear about... Uh the wind swirling. Marine City yesterday I started, the flag was blown in one direction. By the end, it was wrapped around the pole. So I think <laughs> it was swirling. Uh, real quick, before we take our first break and go, I just want to let people know that if an easier way to listen to us, because I know some people have problems with like when your phone locks, it turns off the stream or whatever, you click on the link. So if one, you just go to it on our browser. I know if you click the links we post, sometimes... It does it in like the Twitter browser or whatever. If you go out of that and just go through your normal browser, it works. Or if you download the Mixler app, and we get no kickback from this. Actually, it takes people away from the website, but it's an easier way to listen. Yeah. You go to the app, you, you, you create an account, and you can get notifications when we go live. So for stream one and stream two, boom, goes up there, and you put it on. You can put it in your pocket. You can put your phone to sleep it's fine that's probably the best way to listen that's m-i-x-l-r go find it that's how i listen when i'm tuning into dennis so and like i said you get you get a little beep whenever we go live and it'll tell you what game we have yeah i prefer you come to the website but that is the easier way to do yeah it. if you're on a desktop use that if you're out and about on your phone Use the Mixler app, and then go to our website and check out the scores from the night before when you wake up the next morning. And the other reason I prefer you go to our website because then you can click on the uh, golf outing tab uh, and <laughs> get registered for the golf outing. <laughs> I knew you were going to slip that in there somehow. I have to. Yes, we do. Let's get it going. Let's get some teams in our golf outing. Uh, I want this to be a big success uh, this year so that we can do one next summer too. Exactly. All right. Well, a lot to talk about. Let's not waste any time. All right. When you run with us on a Gator UTV... <laughs> The engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250 7520 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, back with Dennis and Brady on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast, show number 101. Yeah, we're in the triple digits now. Did I, did I hashtag there? No, I didn't hashtag, God. did I? Have you, have you seen those yes. commercials? <laughs> and I think about it now because I'm a homeowner, and I'm like, I'll be sitting there, I'll be like, oh, 
that lawn needs cutting. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. And then I'll be walking through the store. I'm like, wow, this would be really not. And I'm like, no, what have I become? Pretty soon you're going to appreciate the flowers in your yard and, and all that. I do. Like I went and got a bird feeder and a shepherd's hook and <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you're old. Uh, yeah. Anyway, and um, anyway, let's, let's get to baseball. baseball. Do you, me or you to start? You you start because uh, you saw a great performance from Larry Smayfield again. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and double check this, and shame on me for not having this ready. But Larry Smayfield, a one hitter, and that was the first batter of the game if he doesn't give up a hit to Amari Holler to start off the game it's another no hitter which by the way we've seen seven of we can talk about that more later uh Caleb Collier started for Port Huron High and he didn't pitch poorly uh in the second inning he stumbled a bit gave up a, a couple of singles a walk and then a sack fly from Zach Meyer drove in a run an error kept the inning alive Allowed Larry Smayfield to get another hit and drive in another run. But Caleb Collier didn't pitch awful. He just kind of got nicked away, nicked away, nicked away. It was 5 nothing going into the uh, the sixth. And then Collier ran out of gas. You could tell he, he walked a guy, gave up a hit, an error happened. He walked a guy in. Then they took him out. And, yeah, then Marysville just poured it on, ended up winning 10 nothing. But Larry Smayfield. Goes six innings pitched, strikes out eight, only walks one. He gave up four base run or five base runners in the game because there were two errors also. And yeah, Amari Holler led off the game with the only hit of the day for the Big Reds. And I believe that is the set that is the second straight uh, one hit one hitter from Larry Smayfield. And I'll have to double check. How many did Macy Miller give up when you saw him against Frazier? Three? Three, yeah. So in their last six games, they've given up, let's see, it was the perfect game from Macy Miller, the second one against Northern, then a one-hitter, then a one-hitter, then a three-hitter, and then they gave up, what, like nine against the last one in Frazier, and then another one-hitter. So in five of the last six games, they've combined for seven hits given yeah. up. And then the and, other one was, like, was it? Miller has like 27 strikeouts in his last two starts, or, or has he started a game? He hasn't started a game this week. No, he starts uh, tonight, actually. I'll yeah. be at Port here on high for that one. But Marysville's pitching just keeps rolling. The bats came along, uh, had, a, had a decent day. Zach Meyer went one for two with uh, RBI and a couple runs scored. Larry Smayfield, two for two, two RBIs, including a sack fly and a walk. Uh, Nick Hong had a hit and a stolen base and a run scored. Also drove in a run. Uh, Josh Cordero actually came in halfway through the game and got the game-ending hit, an RBI single in the sixth. And Kyle Nagin, two for two with a stolen base and an RBI. Not a bad day for him out of the nine hole, and he hit the ball pretty hard. So the, the, the Vikings didn't get amazing hitting, but they got good enough hitting. You score 10 runs, and for Marysville, that's the smartest part. It is. Again, I think uh, they, they were the beneficiary of five walks, but they uh, yeah they took care of business against the PH team that I think they're better than. I know they're better than. Uh, it's a young PH team that they weren't bad. Like They're not a bad baseball team. They're just young and green, and this Marysville team is old, 
polished, ready to make try to make a run in a playoffs, and you could tell the pitching just overwhelmed the young big red team. Yeah. So I was at Anchor Bay Monday for St. Clair Anchor Bay, uh, and I get there and uh, I'm talking to the Tars coach, and he's like, "Yeah, we've got some kids quarantined. We got five guys out today. Four of them start." Um, so I, I don't know what we're going to have. But we had one of those situations where after three, Anchor Bay was winning two to one, and it was almost like, you know, their, their kids were, we don't know any better. We, we don't know that we're not supposed to be beating the, the Saints today. And, and then it finally caught up to them in the, the fourth inning when uh, St. Clair, the first, uh, what was it, one, two, three, four, five, the first six hitters of the fourth inning got aboard and scored for the Saints. And they ended up having uh, uh, 12 kids come to the plate, and they scored seven runs in the uh, inning. And then they added five more in the uh, sixth. Saw a home run from Brendan Cole over the left field. And Anchor Bay is it, – it's a, a fair-sized park for baseball. It's not short, but it's not deep either. It's an average size. It, it was it was a good home run. It was, it was one that uh, – I think it would have gotten out of most places that we do baseball games from. Except Northern. Yeah, I, it might have gotten out really? of Northern. Really? It was, and it was it was a high fly ball. So it was one of those, there's a high fly ball <laughs> to left. He's going back. He's going back. You know what? He doesn't need to go back anymore because that one's going to carry and get out of here. That's a home run kind of a, a thing. Uh, saw some interesting play. I always see new and unique things uh this year saw a run score on a bases loaded balk where the kid actually hit the ball <laughs> what the, the, the kid i don't hit, think you told me about this yeah, the, the, the kid hit the ball and like guys were running around the base paths it would have been like a two-run double but the umpire came out from behind the plate with his arms up and he stopped everybody and he says we had a balk before the ball was hit and uh what was the balk uh, he didn't come to a stop ah uh. And uh, so they sent everybody back and scored the one run, whereas if, if he would have just let the hit go, Anchor Bay actually would have come out better than they ended up coming out because they only got one run in the inning on the, uh, the box. So uh, that, was a, that was a very strange play. Uh, I saw the Mad Hatter, Luke uh, Murkaw, and I'm going to give you his pitching line, and you're going to say, that's a great game. I didn't think he had his best stuff. Really? Well, what's his pitching like the, line? There, there was a lot of 3-2 counts, and, and he really worked for everything that he uh, did in that uh, ball game. But he went six, two runs, two hits, three walks. He hit two guys, and he struck out nine. Yeah, you don't love the five free passes. Um, that's Yeah, because that's almost what? How many did he pitch? He pitched six. So he almost gave up one an inning. Yeah, and with someone as talented as as Murkaw, you'd expect him to bring that down a little bit. But, hey, good enough for a win. You're not going to have your best stuff every night, and you still win, what, 13-2? to two? Yeah, you, you can't really complain there. You just go, okay, got just no, didn't have my best stuff, didn't matter today. Let's go back and do it. He threw Next three week. wild pitches, too. One of them was on a third strike where the kid reached – and that was actually the kid who scored on the balk later. So, I mean, he would have had a 1-2-3 inning without the wild pitch. But I, it was just like he pitched good, and the hat falls off on every pitch, and, and he's a lot oh, of fun to watch. Oh, was it a problem against Anchor Bay? No. Oh, oh okay. 
No, they they were kind of laughing about it. Like they they thought it was kind of kind of goofy. Plus, I was right by their dugout, so they could hear me calling them the Mad yeah. Hatter and stuff. Um, so they were they were kind of having fun with it. And I think too that they'd seen him before and they yeah. knew that you know that was what was going on. So Brendan Cole two hits, a home run, scored three runs, knocked in two. Eli Lore had uh, two hits and two RBIs. Logan Ellis with a two-run double. Cam Bleasdale had two doubles and an RBI. Jared Cramp with two hits and an RBI. Mason Spezia with two hits and an RBI for St. Clair. Just two hits for Anchor Bay in the uh, game. Zyrak had a single and uh, Ty uh, Schronak had a perfectly placed bunt single down the third base line. So only one hit made it to the outfield against Murkaw. And I'd still argue he didn't have his best best command. I won't say stuff because his stuff is great all the time. He just didn't have great command. Yeah. <laughs> and isn't that funny? You know, you talk about some guys who, yeah, two hits through six innings, only gave up two runs. That's a really good outing. That's what a – Th- oh, it was still a good outing. Yeah. I mean, he he battled and and he came out on top. But you know, but he- we've seen him give up more hits and pitch a better game. Yeah. Um, well, I I feel like we kind of buried the lead on our first segment because I think the biggest result from Monday was a game we weren't at. Uh, Port here on Northern. We talked about this on Monday. How they had a huge series with Utica. What do they do in Game One? They come out and beat the Chieftains 4-2 to two to come into a second-place tie with Marysville in the Mac Blue. One game back of Utica, two games left in the series, and uh, I was able to get my hands on some stats from that game. Owen Johnson pitched. He went uh, six innings. He ran out of pitches, but he struck out eight. He did give up nine hits, only walked two, but only two runs came across to score for the Huskies. Uh, Presner came in in the, in the seventh for the save struck out the side he did give up a walk there but no hits so not a ball in play from Presner at the plate some RBIs from Owen Johnson a pair from from uh, Dylan Bloink and uh, Logan Sheffer had one as well Bloink the only multi-hit game for the Huskies they actually got out hit nine to eight but that's a huge win for Northern because now I mean yes you need a sweep you have to get a sweep to go into first place but you can't do that if you don't win game one, which Utica has some really nice pitching from everyone I've talked to. They're like, Utica has arms. You take game one, you know you're going to have Ruiz on the mound for one of the other two. Even if you take two out of three, that gives you a fighting chance yeah. going into the final week. But that's a nice win for uh, Northern, and I know there's a lot of people down south in Marysville that are really happy with that result. Yeah, and, and you know what I like about that win? is that you, you mentioned everybody and you didn't say Ruez's name. And usually he's the guy that does something to help Northern win a game. Yeah, Ruez went one for four. And, I mean, again, that's that's a fine game. But usually, yeah, you, you, Ruez is the guy that's been doing a lot. No, this, this is a very nice performance from Northern and ends up being a huge win because now in the Mac Blue, Utica's 8-2, and two, Marysville and Northern are both 7-3. and three. Northern goes down to Utica today for game two of that series. I'm going to be scoreboard watching that one very closely. Yeah. Marine City Lakeview split a, a doubleheader, and this is an important series too. 
Uh, Mariners took game one, four to three, and then Lakeview came back in the second game with an 11 to one win. But where does this put thing? Uh, actually, it doesn't really change anything, does it? Yeah, the only thing it does is if Lam because Lamphere's playing Tower and they won it 10 to two back on Monday, so that gives Lamphere kind of an arm's length away from both teams. If Lamphere wins, and I'm assuming they will sweep Tower because you saw Tower and not that impressive. No, no. Tower struggled in the doubleheader against Marine City. They look bad. So Lamphere uh, likely will end the the week eleven and one, and the best Marine City can end up is nine and three, and that's two games back. And Lakeview, I believe, plays Lamphere next week, so that kind of puts Marine City between a rock and a hard place. There, I think they'd have to have Lakeview take two of three. But so they need to win. They need to win this series. And then I believe if they lose the this game, they are – well, Lamphere could lose, but they're basically eliminated if they lose uh, tonight against Lakeview at home. All right, so you, you thought the Northern game should have been the lead. I think this probably should have been a lead. About a 72-pitch perfect game from Tyler Johnson yesterday. Yeah. What, <laughs> and that's not – we're not playing Catholic League rules. That's not starting with a 1-1 count. And we went over, and that is the seventh perfect game we've or no hitter or no hitter. Sorry, yeah. no hitter we've had this year. I, I put it second out second perfect game. Yeah, I put it out on Twitter uh, earlier today. But let's uh, let me just go over from both baseball and softball. So the first one I believe we had was the Marine City combined no hitter against Warren Woods Tower. Then you had I believe Kenna Bomarito. Uh, against Emily City had the next one I had Maceo Miller's perfect game and then Trent Rice threw one uh, I think last week for Cardinal Mooney and we'll talk about this in softball but Haley Schramm threw a no-hitter for uh, Armada yesterday yeah yesterday so we had two no-hitters and Tyler Johnson threw a perfect game and then I didn't remember this but once I my the uh Someone let me know about it. Tommy Gill for Cardinal Mooney yes. threw a no-hitter earlier in the season. And you're just like, seven no-hitters in a season is uh, but, ridiculous. But, but you notice five of them are in baseball. Yeah. Where, where the pitching has outdone the hitting this year, in, in my opinion. But, and, and only two in softball. And normally it is the other way around. Yeah, and two perfect games, by the way. Uh, Laker, Elkton Pigeon, Bayport Laker, the longest name ever, number six in Division Three. Yeah, the, again, the, he didn't do this against a bad team. Uh, Laker has a long history of being good in every sport, um, and baseball is not an exception. Three-nothing game, too, so it wasn't like he had a lot of leeway. And he, he went the distance because I think at least half of those we listed didn't go seven innings. Still impressive. Doesn't take away anything else. And that doesn't include the myriad of no uh, one-hitters we've had. Yeah. Because I, I had Kirsten Smith at Emily City take a no-hitter into the sixth against Clarkston. I had, uh, I mentioned, two Larry Smayfield one-hitters. Um, I'm trying to think. I think you've had a couple that have gone deep. Yeah. Did you have another? Well, Bomarito was perfect through ten outs against Portier and High uh, in Saturday's game that ended up three to two, and mm -hmm. she threw a three hitter. Yeah. So we've seen a ton of pitching, but yeah, Tyler Johnson. And here's the thing: I don't get like he's a very nice basketball player. The whole Crosslex basketball team, 
might be getting a little outshined by the baseball team. They are legit. They have a chance to make a run. Oh, by the way, it was a doubleheader, and Soper pitched a a shutout in game two. Yeah, like a three-hitter or something. Ten to nothing. Yeah. So they swept the doubleheader. Yeah, ridiculous. But Tyler Johnson was clocked in at throwing 87 yesterday. He is a 6'5", 6'6", pitcher. How does a school not go? Like, I've seen tall pitchers that haven't thrown nearly as hard, have not had nearly the stats as he had, and they go, he's tall, I can make this work. Yeah. Or a <laughs> kid's left-handed and he can't get anybody out, but he's left-handed, so right. we're going to take And he throws mid-80s, yeah. yeah. So I'd be interested to see. There's got to be some baseball scouts that are looking for another arm to put in their, in their pen or their rotation that have got to at least give Tyler Johnson a call. I'm sorry, you throw a, a perfect game. I don't care that it's a Division three school. They're ranked in the top ten. You know, Dennis, you know damn well, especially in baseball and softball, you have some smaller schools that are just as good as big schools. Like, you put Cardinal Mooney in the MAC Blue, they're probably up near the top of the standings, if not leading the standings. Yeah. Well, again, I, I just go like this, okay? If Tyler Johnson pitches for Dakota, people are looking at him. People are looking at him. Which, again, the other thing that hurts him is kind of the reason why you see guys like, I believe Murkaw is one of the kids going to Jackson. Maceo Miller's going to Jackson Community College. Meyer and Smayfield all are. And not just nothing wrong with Jackson Community College. Rick Smith has an amazing program down there. But you look at some of these guys and you go, wow, I thought like a D2, like a GLIAC school would pick them up or something like that. There is a backlog right now in in all college sports, it's the reason why Hunter Soper took so long to get a, a D2 offer. There's just no spots because you have a bunch of seniors coming back for their COVID year that they, they don't have scholarships to give out. They don't have spaces to, to give out. So maybe in a normal year, Tyler Johnson is getting a look from somewhere. but And maybe he is. I don't know. I haven't talked to him. I haven't seen anything about it. But you would think he could go and pitch somewhere. You have a six five six six kid. If you're a college coach that's worth your weight in in pitching co- in your pitching ability, you're getting him up into the nineties by his junior year consistently. Yeah. What is uh, in in the middle of a a, a week long series with Anchor Bay? What's Denny doing playing a doubleheader yesterday against uh, Saint Clair Shores Lakeshore? <laughs> I thought Did he it, have to make those games. Up I or thought something? this was scheduled for like Friday. I well, they, thought I they, saw they that earlier in the up. week, I, and maybe they moved it up. They played at home. They split. St. Clair won the first one 4-2. to two. Lakeshore won the second one 11-10. I'm going to – Just so long as he saved a good – I'm, I'm uh, going back to Anchor Bay on Thursday, so just so long as he saved a good I'm pitch going out on a huge limb <laughs> and saying Denny did not spoil any arms he plans on using the rest of this series. Yeah, two more league games. they got to play them today in St. Clair. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe he had plans for Friday. <laughs> he wanted to go out on the town. <laughs> I, I met uh, Denny's wife at the uh, Anchor Bay mm-hmm. game on Monday, so maybe they're going out. Yeah. Maybe she finally said, nope, uh, yeah, on a Friday night, you're taking me out and whining and dining <laughs> me. Anyway, is that all for baseball over the last uh, two days? That, that is uh, all the baseball scores that we uh, have, but we do have some softball to talk about We have a lot well. of softball to talk uh, about. And you already uh, hinted that Haley Schramm had a big performance yesterday for Armada as they swept a uh, doubleheader. Uh, and uh, the Kanaki girl hit the the snot out of the ball in the, in the doubleheader. So 
yeah, it's, it's we have a lot of talented ball players in this area. And you want to do a home run derby? I want we, to do a draft. We, I we can't do a draft yeah. unless we go. Uh, and I'm being very sincere about this. Unless we go like 50 rounds, so that we don't leave somebody out. I'm just saying, the week before districts, we're not going to have a lot of games to talk about. Maybe we do a couple shows. We can go and put together a 20 or 25 person roster because we have the guns to do it, and we're not going to have the content to talk about before districts. I, I, I don't think you're going to talk me into this one. <laughs> it's, it's, this is a lot. Like we left people out in the basketball draft that should have been included, uh, and and baseball and softball is worse because we've seen even more teams than we did during basketball season. Yeah, and then I wouldn't even want the number one pick. No, like who would you do? Who's who's the number one player in the area in softball? It's or baseball. I, I just, well, for, at least I know I'd be taking a pitcher in baseball. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'd be taking in softball. If I'd go for a hitter, if I'd go for uh, – maybe I would go for a, a pitcher because there seem to be fewer outstanding pitchers. So maybe you got to gobble up the best I'm, pitcher you I'm can just find saying, so that you've got one on your staff. It wouldn't be a bad show to do in like two weeks when we don't yeah. have a lot to talk about before districts when every the, team's playing useless don't, scrimmages. Don't, don't, don't beg. It's, it's unbecoming. We'll, we'll, we'll be back and we'll talk softball next. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. 
For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You just, you're, you're a bad person, and I don't understand it because you had an outstanding upbringing. <laughs> anyway. Your parents we can talk about are this. up for sainthood, and yet they have this demon child. Anyway, softball... <laughs> Let's start with uh, Monday real quick. Well, not real quick, but Elmont uh, took two from Dryden, 19-4 to and 17 to nothing. The Elmont bo- uh, bats were going bonkers again. How about Sarah Hall with a home run and three doubles? That's not a bad day at the office. Three doubles for Devin Johnston. Um, and then you had home runs for Lydia Lacavera, Sammy Lead, and uh, Emily Chapman went deep as well. I, I don't know if those were all in one game or if that was, was spread the out header. over the doubleheader. Well, I mean, it could have been when you put up, what? 36 that? runs. 36 runs, yeah. Um, and Elmont can rank. All right. <laughs> you want to start? Let's start with your game because I think we'll get through your game pretty quickly. As I, I don't know. My, well, my, th- th- There are things that I'm going to point out um, in, in my game because and and I don't want to to nitpick uh, the Lady Huskies, uh, who who are among my favorite teams in the area because they they bomb home runs mm-hmm. all all the time. They lost sixteen to one to Marysville, but right from the get go they struggled defensively. Like they were not ready to play on that side of the ball mm-hmm. yesterday against Marysville, and I gave them seven errors. And, uh, and Coach Shagney and I talked about it after the game. They probably had more than that. but I, it's, It was kind of the snowball effect, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
but w- but we were talking about Abby Landshut, who started the game, and she went two and a third, gave up 11 runs on 12 hits, no walks, and one strikeout. But when you factored in all the plays that should have been made that weren't made, Abby Landshut wouldn't have given up a run until the fourth inning. Like, uh, the score was 14 to 1 after four. And if you go through it batter by batter and they make each play where there's an error or, mm-hmm. or a mistake, Marysville would not have scored a run until the fourth inning. Northern would have been up one to nothing after three instead of being down 11 to one after three. And that is a little disappointing to hear because that's a Northern team that has made strides and you feel is one of those teams that has just gotten better every single game. And yeah, it's frustrating, especially when you kind of have the, the, the big dog coming into town to take that step back and it gets amplified. Yeah, that's a little disappointing. Now, it wasn't all handed to Marysville because they did get 20 hits when it was all said and done in a five-inning game. And they put up 16 uh, runs, uh, back-to-back doubles, almost identical, too. They were both rockets down the left field line. That We had rain all through the game, even when the sun was out. And the sun was yeah, out the weather, really bright. The weather was weird yesterday. Uh, and, and it was raining hard, and the ball would hit that grass, and it was like AstroTurf. <laughs> it would just shoot and get up the gaps or down the lines. So we had a lot of plays like that. But the, the, the Vikings had, let's see, three doubles from Kate Westmiller, who went four for four with four runs and two RBIs. Uh, they had a double from Avery Walters that drove in a run. They had a single-double triple from Anna Oles. Uh, she drove in two runs. They had a triple from uh, Winston, who had two more hits. Uh, they had uh, a double uh, from Lenarski. So they had a lot of extra base hits in the game. Surprisingly, no home runs on no, either side. No home runs. And you know what? Nothing that was hit where you said, okay, that's going to be a home run. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of gap shots, a lot of line drives, a lot of hard-hit ground balls, but there really wasn't anything – Hit uh, in the air. Uh, Rebecca Larson got on three. All Rebecca Larson does is get on base three times yesterday. Double, single, walk. Yeah, she's a machine. And we think they pitched around her her last time up. I don't doubt it. Because they had runners at second and third with two outs. And and I think Coach Ratchie was like, don't throw this girl a strike. We'll go after the next hitter. Um, and then uh, Allie Shagney was Allie Shagney. She had two hits and drove in a run. Oh, she's uh, slacking. Yeah, two singles. Where's the, where's the extra Allie's, base power? Allie's power where, numbers went Where's down. the ball that landed on the baseball diamond? <laughs> Kristen, uh, Kristen Smith, five innings, one run, five hits, walked three, struck out 13. That, uh, on a day when it's raining, if your pitcher can strike out 13 and your defense doesn't have to handle the ball, the wet ball that much, that, that that's that's very helpful. But uh, Marysville is, is really good. I'm going to see them again today. Um, see, that's the thing. I guess that's my point in this. Marysville is already really good. They don't need your help. Mm-hmm. And Northern gave them a lot of help in the early innings. Yeah, so they moved to 7-1 and one in Mac Blue. They are two games up on three teams. And, well, two of the teams that they're up on, uh, Marine City and Frazier, I got to see yesterday. And, and going into this game, 
Dennis, you saw Frazier play just a weird, wild, wet and cold game against PH. Yeah, in, in the snow. That was the same day you were doing the Cousineau game. Yeah, so and we had all those runs scored. So you're like, you weren't too impressed with Frazier after that game, but then they beat Marysville one nothing, and they're second in the blue, and you're like. Maybe you just saw them on a weird day. Or maybe I didn't see their number one pitcher. Yeah, so I got to see them play Marine City. Kaylee Rickert started, and she threw well through through the first two innings. Didn't give up a run. for uh, Frazier, it started off leadoff single, then a sack bunt, a line out, and then a strikeout to the, the cleanup hitter. Next inning, strikeout, single, ground out, ground out. Now the third inning, she, she stumbled a little bit, gave up a double, walked, error, double, error, sack fly, single, line out, pop out to end the inning. So it's 5-4 to four at that point because Marine City, their bats jumped all over it. I'll go over that uh, in a minute. In the fourth inning, she gave up one. Uh, she gave, uh, uh, gave up a single, which uh, turned into an error that, that ended up scoring the run. Uh, Lutshaw, you, you all right in there, <laughs> over there? Yep. It's dusty oh. over her. Single, uh, then ground out, another single, ground out, fly out. So she only gave up uh, five runs, and I'd have to go back and listen exactly how it happened, but maybe two were earned. So Rickert did a good job. Then they bring in Jocelyn Dietland, and Jocelyn Dietland just mowed him down in the fifth. So so it's 9-5 to five at this point. In the, going into the fifth inning, we only had two half innings that didn't yield a run. The, first, the top of the first and the top of the second. Going into the fifth, one, two, three. Ground out, strike out, strike out. In the sixth, single, ground out, pop out, single, pop out. Going in the seventh, single, fly out, fly out, ground out. Dietland just came in and slammed the door on Frazier. They win nine to five. The bats were alive, as I mentioned, for Marine City. Blanchard had three hits, scored twice, was three for three on the day with a double. Uh, Mia Pelagata was three for three with a double and two RBI scored twice. Didn't she steal home? She did steal home. I had a delayed steal of home, which was awesome. And you could tell Coach Laboon was happy she did. She had she was like, yes, it worked. Because <laughs> they were getting kind of lazy throwing back. And, you know, she just would lead off, go down. It was like the third pitch to Ainsley Coleman. And they just kind of went back, and Pelagata took off, and it wasn't close. It was awesome. I got to see a delayed steal <laughs> of home the first time this year I've seen it. Have you seen one? I've The only steal of home I've seen have been on double steals. Yeah, so that doesn't count. It counts. It doesn't count. Uh, so anyway, uh, Kaylee Ricker also at the plate. She went two for three, scored twice, and had an RBI triple that was a, missed a home run by about a foot. She went opposite field, put it off the fence. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good day for the Mariners, and you can tell they've made market improvement because this is not the same team you saw at the beginning of the year. These, these girls are playing with more confidence. They came in as freshmen and juniors. They're sophomores and seniors now, basically, the way they're playing, the way they have confidence. They're now 5-3 and three in league play. Here, they're, they're only 6-9 uh, and nine overall. But a lot of those games came before it, the, the conference play started. They moved to 5-3. and three. They're two games back of Marysville. They're going to need help to catch them. Probably won't. But, I mean, we have some district pairings. I don't know if we'll talk about it this show. But they'll meet up with Marysville in the districts. This is a Marine City team I would not be comfortable playing. Dietland throws well. 
it seems like Coach Laboon just puts the names in a hat to draw out the lineup because you can mix them up in any order. Yeah. The only consistent is a Volkman leads off. Yeah. Basically. Or usually they're, they're both at the top. They, they hit one, two. They either hit one, two, or they hit one, nine. Yeah, well, Olivia Volk get them back to back at, at some point. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> you can mix them up as much as you want, but this is a well, nice win for Marine the, City. The game against Troy back on Saturday, they had uh, Maine hitting eighth, and um, the uh, Ainsley Coleman was hitting ninth. Yeah, and, and normally that's like the three four hitters in your lineup, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and it doesn't make too much of a difference. But there were a few errors. I think I had four errors for Marine City, so there's still room to improve for them. But no, that's a nice win. Uh, the, the, uh, the two players that I really like there, mm-hmm. the two young players that I think have made the biggest strides since like the first time you you watched them play mm-hmm. to watching them play now, just in this season, uh, are Deetland and Jade Blanchard. I, I would say so too. They've become players, and everyone has gotten better. Like it's, I mean, I could go down the whole list, but this is a Marine City team that one. There's no seniors on it, so they're all coming back next year. If I'm Marysville, I'm not happy that I have to play Marine City. It will be the fourth time they play this year because they have one more league game. They played in the MLA City tournament, and they played once already in league. So the fourth time. It's hard to beat a team four straight times, assuming Marysville takes the the league title. That's a tough draw for Marysville and Marine City. The other East China school, uh, yesterday they lost 2-1 to one to Romeo. Where does this pitching come from? A 2-1 to one game. Yeah, and uh, Romeo is going to be in... Northern I believe that, district yeah. with Anchor yeah, Bay. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about maybe we'll talk about it Friday when we have more time. But St. Clair's been playing a, a lot of uh low score. The, these, Maddie Cook's these a good tough pitcher. games with these red teams. Maddie Cook is a good pitcher. And it'll it'll show I think it'll show up come district time. All right, you want to go through the rest of the scores? Well uh, the rest is from the BWAC. Uh, Algonac took two from North Branch, nine to two and six to one. Maria Simpson hit a grand slam in one of the games and was the winning pitcher in game two. Uh, and Sophia uh, Devorne also hit a home run for uh, Algonac uh, in the doubleheader. Well, that's so they huge. get two more wins. That's huge in the, uh, the in the softball standings. Yeah, that that really shuffles things up. Uh, Emily City got two wins over Croslex, five to four and eleven to one. Uh, and then Armada was all over Yale yesterday, ten nothing and seventeen nothing. Uh, Alexa Kanaki had four hits in the doubleheader, two doubles and a home run. I think she went three for three in game two, which was where Haley Schram threw a no hitter um, to pick up the win there. So looking at the BWAC standings, uh, Richmond seven and one, Emily City's eight and two, Almont six and two, Algonac seven and three. North Branch is 6-4. and four. Algonac has to play two games against Richmond. This is up for anybody to play. Uh, let me see the final. Well, and and Richmond and Almont are going to play this week. They've got yeah. two games this week. Richmond and Almont play next week. Richmond's going to play MLA City. You're going to have Armada, Algonac. Again, Armada's a good team. They've just been struggling in a tough BWAC. Croslex plays North Branch, Almont. Yeah, the final week. Algonac, Richmond, North Branch, Emley City. That is going to be a bloodbath. Like, you know, Dennis, and I've said this how many times, 
not all titles, conference or district or regional are the same. You have times where you win a league title and you sit at the end of you and go, holy crap, that was a tough league. And you have other years you go, if we don't win this league, I should, as a coach, I should resign. <laughs> this BWAC, you have five legitimate BWAC championship caliber teams. And only one can win. And who knows, it'll end, maybe it'll end up in a five-way tie. That would be wacky. Get that? I did that. Yes. And by the way, uh, Costanzo and Chuck, I coined the phrase "be wacky." What did they try to tell you? You they, did. They, they they tried to steal it from me and use it in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> but I used "be wacky" first. Anyway, and they just heard me use it because they were guests on my show when I used it. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's about just it. Like I coined the Mad Hatter, so when you go to MLB. And they're calling you the Mad Hatter. Uh, I want some credit for that. Anyway, <laughs> is there anything else for softball? No. Or I'm, did we kind of get it? I'm, um, I'm done with my self-promotion. All right. Uh, I got softball today. I'm going to go up to Croswell and see Marysville play uh, two more games. Um, and uh, that uh, that should be interesting because, again, maybe record-wise, Croslex doesn't look that good uh, in the standings. But they're a tough team to play against, and and they they play a lot of small ball. And yet, I, I saw Robertson slap one over the center field fence last Friday when I was there in a rainstorm. Right. Uh, but uh, they will bunt and steal and run all over the place, uh, and and they're they're a bunch of gnats, um, and and that will be interesting because they like to put pressure on you. So I think uh, that'll be a, a fun afternoon of uh, two softball games, and we'll get some good weather, I think, today. Yeah, so, all right, let's take our final break, and we'll fi- figure out something to talk about in the last segment. All right. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. So, uh, for the record, I have to do a, a doubleheader on Saturday that, that originally the plan was we would both do the games together because, you know, we don't get to do that very often. But uh, You're Brady, laying this on thick. Brady's, Brady's bailing. Because he's going to get his puppy on Saturday. I am. You get your puppy on Saturday. Yes, I do. Were you a good boy and you get to have your puppy? I bought the puppy. I don't (laughs) have to be a good boy. But, yeah. So, Saturday was one of the rare Saturdays where we don't have 18,000 games to do. Because everyone's in, like, I do. I'm working a doubleheader. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, that's that's a light load (laughs) for a Saturday. Because everyone's in, like, Canton or Northville or... Somewhere where we're not going to go to do a bunch of games. And so Dennis had was nice enough to take the two games because I have to make a drive uh, to pick up my puppy. And I guess 
and I'm well for myself owning a puppy like the primary care I'm the first time doing this like I had dogs growing up but I wasn't the one in charge training feeding doing all that and yeah, it's because uh, the one parent was working with the dog and the other parent was working training you basically so <laughs> so anyway yeah I'm getting a puppy and my thought is well there's gonna, it's a lot of work to train a puppy it's a chocolate lab it's gonna be a female chocolate lab we have to go to Archbold, Ohio to get her. Which it, I don't know where that is. Which it is in northwest Ohio. Um, it is a small town. I think it's actually, looking this up, it's actually a village. It has a population of like 4,000 people. Uh-huh. So looking for puppies, puppies are expensive. Oh, you're just finding that out. Well, not we. We're, the reason we're going to Archbold, Ohio, because it's not as expensive like... <laughs> It can get stupid. Like looking through, I saw some listings for like twenty five hundred dollars for a puppy, and I'm like, I'm sure I'd love it, not for that price. <laughs> so we found a good deal, just basically a family that breeds it in Archbold, Ohio, and yeah. So now I have to experience uh, training a puppy, a little one. I have a fenced-in backyard. Uh, the girlfriend already bought everything like I hadn't the deposit hadn't made it to their house yet and I had 18 Amazon packages on the front <laughs> I had a cage I had a whole set of toys I had a collar and a leash I had she even got one of those puppy camera things that you can talk to it and give it a treat have you seen those no I have not they're like little towers and they have a camera in it and you can set it up, and you pull up it on your phone, pull it up on your phone, and you can talk to to them. And if they come over, you can like have it shoot out a treat at them, so you can check in on them. And I'm like, we're cage training her; she's going to be in three feet of space. <laughs> That's only in the beginning, and they grow fast. Yes, but anyway, I guess the the reason we bring this up is people out there that have raised dogs. What What's your advice? Uh. Huh. My advice is let Abby train her. That's what I did. When we got Gertrude, uh, Katie did most of that. I was I was working, and at the time she was home um, going to school, so she worked with uh, with Gert a lot. And I had to be the discipline guy, though. Yeah. You were bad cop. She was good cop. Yeah. But I want to tell you what, in the end, that dog loved me more. <laughs> well, that, that, dog, that, that dog was in my feet everywhere I went around the house. Gert had to go where I was. Right. Well, it's it's going to be nice because the way our schedules line up is outside of, like, at night. She'll never have to be in her cage for, like, more than three-ish hours. And it says, like, from everything I've been reading, you have to take a puppy out, like, at eight weeks every hour. Um, so that's going to be the nice part. But, yeah, getting a puppy is exciting. Got the house back in February have to add the dog. Now all I need is the white picket fence. And actually, you probably have room for a white picket fence. I do, but I don't want to because lumber's really expensive. <laughs> Did I just hashtag? Oh my! God. <laughs> you're turning into your you're turning into your parents, Brady, which is not a bad thing because again, your parents are saints. So I just don't understand how you turned out the way you did. Anyway, I think you get that from your grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so sorry, yeah if you sorry are, big mike but he gets feisty sometimes if i know you where he gets it from have, <laughs> if you have any any 
puppy training advice, let us know. I'll put something out on Twitter after this comes up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, a little chocolate lab. Her name's going to be Juliet. We're going to call her Jules. I don't know uh, if you've ever seen the TV show Psych. Yes. Yeah, it's the, the detective in that. She's yeah. yeah, me and Abby watch it, and we, we very much enjoy that show. And we, we, I got her into it because I watched it. like Filmed what, in Vancouver, by yes. the way. That's a little tidbit. Yeah, I did know that. But it's one of my favorite shows. It, it's kind of, really, I, did, I wouldn't think you'd get all the pop culture references there's a lot from of the 80s. Well, you have to remember, <laughs> I grew up in a house, and I don't get a lot of them because there's a lot of 80s references. But it's even if you don't get it, it's still a funny show. And, yeah, I was we were watching that, and I was like, I like the name Jules. And I was like, you know what? I, I want that to be the puppy's name. So that's how we got that name. <laughs> All right. Uh, on that note, tell them where you're at today. I am at Port here on High for Game 2 of Marysville versus the Big Reds. And then tomorrow, I'll be back at Marysville to finish out the series in Game 3. And I'm in Croswell for a softball doubleheader. Marysville and Croslex going at it today. And I believe it starts at 3.30. Yes. So I get going early today. And tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, I'm in Anchor Bay for yes. baseball. St. Clair Anchor Bay, Game 3 of their series. Yes, you are. Where are you? I told people I'm back at Marysville. No, you didn't tell people that. You're going to dial. You were talking about your dog. She is really cute. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.